This is the only podcast that gives you a 20-minute guarantee. Give us 20 minutes of your life, and if you're not completely satisfied, you'll, you'll get, get your, your minutes, minutes back. back. No, no questions, questions asked. asked. It's a minor detail podcast. The thrill is gone. All the thrill was gone. May of 2015. That's when we lost the great B.B. King. There he is at the top of the podcast. And we play that for you today because this is the day in 2015 that the coroner in Las Vegas made it official that B.B. King died of natural causes. Now you're saying, well, why is that a story? Well, there was a lot of controversy when B.B. King died. Two of his daughters alleged that the blues legend was poisoned to death by his closest associates, but the coroner said his results didn't support that contention. King's daughters, Patty King and Karen Williams, made the accusations in separate but identically worded affidavits which were filed over the weekend following B.B. King's death. The affidavit said, I believe my father was poisoned and that he was administered foreign substances to induce his premature death. I believe my father was murdered. Both of the women accused Laverne Tony, King's business manager, and Myron Johnson, his personal assistant, of neglect. An attorney for Tony said the daughters were just chasing a check. And again, he died uh, May 14th of uh, 2015 in home hospice care there in Vegas. He was 89. Again, no investigation was conducted at the time of his death. King's attending physician listed the cause as multi-infarct dementia, which is caused by a series of small strokes. But again, the daughters still to this day claim that uh, he was murdered. And again, John Feudenberg, coroner for Clark County, took about six to eight weeks before he finally came out with that report, which he came out with this day in 2015, saying that there was no signs of any poisoning that had gone on. So, B.B. King dying of natural causes, and uh, that was made official on this day six years ago. All right, we got a lot to uh, get to here today on the podcast. Uh, a lot of news going on. We're going to run through that for you here today. We're going to start with Bill Cosby. Uh, <laughs> Bill Cosby, back in the news today. Bill Cosby uh, wants to get paid for the amount of time he served in prison uh, after that Pennsylvania High Court vacated his conviction. His spokesperson, Andrew Wyatt said we feel he's owed a lot of money. Mr. Cosby was given an unwanted two-year and 10-month vacation that he never asked for. His constitutional rights were abolished. His due process was stripped away from him. Wyatt pointed to a proposal that Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf introduced for his 2021-2022 budget that would pay money for wrongful convictions. And so they think that he qualifies for that. Uh, his spokesman says he's due millions and millions of dollars. As Mr. Cosby said to me today, I feel that district attorney and the judge should resign effective immediately. So no word yet on whether that's going to happen. The other thing, too, that's interesting about this is Bill Cosby has come out and said, I want to get back out on the road, do stand-up. Now, honestly, how many of you are going to go watch 
81, is that what it was? 81-year-old Bill Cosby doing comedy? I don't think so. <laughs> I just don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know who's going to pay to go see that, but we'll see. All right, so during the pandemic, we were told that robocalls would slow down. Remember that? Robocalls are going to slow down, including one type in particular. Auto warranty robocalls are actually the top complaint category for all of last year. Believe me, we've all gotten them, right? Your warranty's running out. I get them for a car that I haven't owned in about eight years. I still get calls about that car. Type of call usually comes from a pre-recorded voice with an urgent message about your vehicle's warranty or insurance. According to the FCC, chances are it's a scammer, you think? It can be difficult, though, to tell if the call is fraudulent. So, for some reason, we are not getting fewer and fewer robocalls. We were told, even before the pandemic, we were told, boy, these are going to start slowing down. And you don't always even get the warning that says, you know, spam notification. So we're going to see if they can do something to cut down on the amount of these robocalls because they've just been crazy. Well, if you live in Missouri or Arkansas, you are not going to be able to travel to Chicago. It was announced today that those two states have been added back to its emergency travel order. Missouri and Arkansas are the only two states where unvaccinated travelers returning to Chicago are advised to obtain a negative COVID-19 test result no more than 72 hours prior to arrival or quarantine for a 10-day period upon arrival. This, of course, because Arkansas and Missouri uh, hotspots, serious hotspots right now for rising cases of COVID-19. According to the news release, recent increases pushed the two states back past the mark of 15 cases per day per 100,000 residents. No states had been on the city's travel restriction list since the start of June. But again, Missouri and Arkansas back on the Chicago naughty list, I guess you might say. Well, what's the Washington football team going to be called? It's been a year now since they dropped that uh, Redskins name. And uh, Washington will go into this season still without a name. Uh, yesterday marked the one-year anniversary since they dropped the name Redskins and the accompanying Indian head logo after 87 years. Washington football team will be around for another season. New name is set to be revealed in early 2022. Now the Cleveland Indians, Major League Baseball, set to adopt a new name at some point. And the Atlanta Braves, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Chicago Blackhawks, and the Florida State Seminoles are holding on to theirs for now. Now, there had been some rumors going around this past week that they were going to be changing the name, the Washington football team, to the Warriors. Well, the owner of the team, Daniel Snyder, has ruled that out. He said, Warriors is not going to happen. Failing to acknowledge our past use of native imagery, he said that we will choose an identity unequivocally departing from any of those approximate linkage to Native American imagery. So, Warriors is out. There were other names, uh, Red Wolves, Red Tails, Red Hawks, but it's possible Red is taken out of the equation entirely. The president of the team said team officials are confident that our new brand identity will honor our legacy and lead us into our future 
as franchise. So will not be the Warriors. In fact, they will have uh, no name again for 2021. Well, there's been more arrests made after the January 6th uh, attack on the Capitol. Among the latest, five members of the same Texas family. This family lives in Borger. If you don't know, that's a suburb of Amarillo. While notable suspects have included a Florida pastor and son duo, this may be the largest group of relatives to face charges. Tipster led FBI investigators to Father Thomas Munn, Mother Dawn Munn, and their children Joshua, Kaylee, and Christy after spotting several Snapchat and Facebook posts on Christy Munn's account. One of the posts included the five family members all tagged on Facebook, along with another family, a minor child who hasn't been charged. The caption reads, Washington, D.C., here we come. Stop the steal. Hashtag Trump is my president. So the entire family has been charged in the uh, insurrection. Well, uh, Kraft is unveiling a limited edition mac and cheese ice cream set to hit the freezers this week. Ultimate mashup of comfort foods. They partnered with Van Leeuwen Ice Cream to create a new creamy, cheesy flavor mac and cheese ice cream. The limited edition sweet treat hit store shelves just in time for National Mac and Cheese Day, which, by the way, is today. Folks at Kraft said, We know there's nothing more refreshing on a hot summer day than ice cream. That's why we wanted to combine two of the most iconic comfort foods to create an ice cream with an unforgettable flavor of Kraft Mac and Cheese we all grew up with. The ice cream will be sold both inside Van Leeuwen ice cream stores and online while supplies last. That's the only place you'll be able uh, to get them. Well, about 4 million people are going to get money from the government, even more money. If you received unemployment compensation last year, you might be in for a surprise this week. The IRS announced yesterday it'll send out refunds this week to 4.6 million taxpayers who overpaid taxes on unemployment compensation received in 2020. To ease the burden on taxpayers, the IRS has been reviewing the Forms 1040 and 1040SR that were filed prior to the law's enactment to identify those people who are doing adjustment for taxpayers who are overpaid. The IRS will either refund the overpayment, apply it to other outstanding taxes, or other federal or state debts owned. According to the IRS, refunds by direct deposit will begin on July 14th. Paper check refunds will begin on July 16th. So good luck to you. Hopefully you'll get a, uh, a check in the mail. That'll be nice. Well, Sasha Baron Cohen is uh, suing a dispensary over an ad featuring Borat. This uh, happened in Massachusetts. The actor is suing that cannabis dispenser for using his character Borat on a billboard without his permission. But the, uh, the billboard in question is from Solar Therapeutics, used to greet drivers along I-195 in Massachusetts. Billboard shows Cohen posing as Borat to promote the company with a phrase, It's nice. That's a reference to one of the character's popular catchphrases, as well as Happy 420. You gotta ask permission for that kind of stuff, or it'll come back to bite you. Well, we got some Joe Exotic news today. The U.S. 10th District Court of Appeals has ordered Joe Passage, a.k.a. Joe Exotic, to be re-sentenced following his conviction in the murder-for-hire plot of Big Cat Rescue's Carol Baskin. It's like the best news that he's had in a long time. This Oklahoma City uh, Court of Appeals said he'll be re-sentenced following his conviction. According to court documents, the judge affirmed his conviction, but has decided to vacate the sentence and 
remand for resentencing. Now, we don't know how that's going to change, but uh, we will see if he gets uh, less time uh, when he gets resentenced. So maybe some good news for Joe Exotic. Well, one change in the Olympics coming up. If you win a medal this year, you will put the medal around your own neck instead of having somebody else put it on. Of course, this is because of COVID. Uh, Olympic athletes have been told that uh, they'll be able to take those and put them on themselves. 339 events have that traditional medal ceremony, but the medals will not be given around the neck. Uh, They will be presented to the athlete on a tray, and the athlete will take the medal, him or herself. They're going to hand them a tray with a medal on it. All right, we told you earlier about Joe Exotic getting some good news. Well, how about this? Federal Appeals Court has thrown out the conviction of convicted killer Carl Fontenot. Now, you might remember Carl Fontenot was in uh, the movie The Innocent Man. It's a very popular movie. Fontenot uh, got national attention for that. He and Tommy Ward were both tried and convicted of the 1984 murder of Denise Haraway in Aid, Oklahoma. In recent years, the experts have come to believe the killer's confessions were coerced. The cases are two of several in Pontotoc County there in Oklahoma where convictions are under scrutiny. Ward and Fontenot were profiled in that Netflix documentary. Last year, Fontenot's conviction was overturned. On Tuesday, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit voted 2-1 to to affirm the ruling and vacate his conviction. So, they have about 120 days, the state does, to retry him if they want, but it looked like that's going to happen. So, um, we'll see. Fontenot was released from prison last year. Ward continues to be held behind bars in Oklahoma. District judge also ruled Ward's conviction should be vacated, so uh, he'll get his case heard, and he could be out too. A lot of this was brought on by the Oklahoma Innocence Project at Oklahoma City University. So, Carl Fontenot and uh, Tommy Ward, both of those guys from the Innocent Man uh, Netflix documentary. Looks like they might get their cases thrown out. And finally, we can't get out of here without talking about this guy. This land is your land, and this land is my land. From the California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. This would have been the birthday of the amazing Woody Guthrie. Born on this day in 1912 in Okima, Oklahoma, Woodrow Wilson, Woody Guthrie, great folk singer, songwriter, famous for his Dust Bowl ballads and all the protest songs he did in the 30s and 40s. His work was a major influence on the young Bob Dylan, providing inspiration and mentorship. Others have said the same thing. You know, we had Don McLean, the great Don McLean. Mr. American Pie on the podcast, and he brought up what an influence uh, Woody Guthrie was to him. Uh, Woody was married three times, fathered eight children, including American folk musician Arlo Guthrie, who had the uh, hit City of New Orleans. He uh, also, of course, did Alice's Restaurant. Uh, By the way, Arlo just retired from uh, music and touring uh, back in November after uh, a stroke. He said it was just time. He said it was time to hang the gone fishing sign and give it up. So Arlo Guthrie, uh, done with touring. You know, every year they have the big festival in Okima, the Woody Guthrie Festival. It's held in the spring, and it's always a big deal. A lot of big-time artists have appeared at that. 
Uh, Woody used to perform with the slogan, This Machine Kills Fascists, display on his guitar. Amazing guy. Uh, Woody Guthrie died of complications resulting from Huntington's disease uh, back in... 1967. But again, Woody Guthrie, proud Oklahoman, born on this day in 1912. All right, that's going to wrap up the show today. Have yourself a great rest of your Wednesday. See you back here tomorrow for another edition of a Minor Detail Podcast. Jess, tell everybody where they can find us. Well, that's a wrap. Reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Questions and comments? Email us, minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. Want to get a hold of us? Need to let us know something? We want to know about it. Hit up our 24-hour hotline, 479-388-1638. That's 479-388-1638. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. A Minor Detail Podcast, copyright 2020, the Radio Voice Productions, LLC. I'm Jess, and I'm out.